Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan, great to be with you this week. Now I missed yesterday, had a little emergency work situation. A colleague had a plane delay in Florida and couldn't make it to a class he was teaching and I was asked to go help him out, which I did, but I had to leave unexpectedly on Sunday. Didn't get back to late last night. So unfortunately, there was not a Monday odyssey, but I will do my best to make it up to you today. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while now, and then this Last Sunday kind of hit me in the face right after I found out I had to leave unexpectedly. Every Sunday in our church, as part of our service, the Beatitudes are read. The Sermon on the Mount. Those that begin, blessed are the poor in spirit. And this last Sunday, not only did we read it during the service, it was also part of the gospel reading when that is done. So we heard it twice. We got to sing it once and then we got to hear it a second time. And it got me thinking about a trip I took long ago. It's always kind of stayed on my conscience in a good way. My dad and I got to go visit the Holy Land, Israel, in one of the places that we visited. Now, who knows if it's 100% the place, but historically, it's the place. We got to go to the hillside where the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, were delivered by Christ himself. And when you're there, you can kind of understand why if it wasn't the place, it's got to be very similar to it because it was this hillside with these amazing natural acoustics. And you would go stand where traditionally people had stood and you would talk and people could hear, you you know, 50 yards away. I mean, way far away. I mean, I forget how many thousands of people they said could sit there. And if they were listening and were quiet, they could hear the person speaking. And as I was there that day, and you know, I alternated between standing there where maybe Jesus stood and then going down to where the people might have been and hearing people talk and imagining that. I thought to myself, you know, what, what if I had been one of the people listening to Jesus that day? What would I have thought? What would have I thought as he said the following words? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now, you've heard that many times, haven't you? What are the hard words? You know, you go to sort of each line of that poor Mourn, meek, hunger, merciful, pure, a peacemaker, persecuted. 
Now, you can't help but read that. And if you're going to go beyond, oh, that sounds nice, you got to ask yourself, especially in today's world, even though I got a feeling it was the same way 2,000 years ago, and that's one reason that Jesus said this, do we really try to live this way or do we try to avoid living this way? Do you really try to be poor in spirit or do you try to avoid it? Do you accept mourning and look to God to be comforted? Or do you try to avoid mourning? Are you meek? Or are you bold? Are you meek or do you have a big ego? Do you look at hunger as an opportunity to be reminded of what is important? Or do you just try to fill your belly? Are you merciful to people or do you just expect mercy from other people? Are you pure in heart? What do your eyes look at? What do you do on the internet? What do you think when you're in public and you see people? Are you a peacemaker or are you a divider? Do you bring people together? Or do you accuse? Do you point? And do you do all that so well that you're persecuted for it? You're persecuted for being poor in spirit. You're persecuted for those things that you mourn. You're persecuted for being meek. You're persecuted because you really do live in a pure way. And then when you're persecuted and you're insulted and false things are said against you, do you consider it a blessing? Do you see it as an opportunity to draw closer to God? Or do you try to avoid it? You see, because if I'm honest with myself and I read that famous, very long speech on what God sees as blessed, I spend a lot of the time trying to avoid all those things. Trying to be accepted by the world, trying to be comfortable, trying to be anything but hungry. Telling myself I want to be pure, but the truth of the matter is not being very pure. Who knows? Maybe you feel the same way. I like to think of the Beatitudes as an example in the Bible of something that we get so familiar with, we don't take it seriously. We don't really stop to consider what those words mean. We don't try to apply them to our life, to look back on our week, our days, our years, our months, and our future and go, am I living up to that? Am I living up to that? That's hard, isn't it? get caught up in our day-to-day life. I got bills to pay. I got kids to take care of. I got a job to do. I got all these people that make me mad. I got all these politicians out to get me. Riots, divisiveness, craziness. And you see what happens when you do that? Because it's so easy to do. You take your eyes off of what you should be paying attention to. Things that Christ talks about in the Beatitudes. Your own soul. Your own spiritual poverty. Your own inability to mourn because you don't really care. Your own desire to not be meek, but to be successful and popular. To avoid being hungry, to see it as a bad thing as opposed to a thing that might just draw you close to God, you know? Prayer and fasting, you know that fasting thing? You know what happens when you fast, you get hungry. (laughs) And you can complain about it or you can use it as a reminder what God and Christ calls us to do. Man, peacemaker, that's a tough one too, isn't it, in our world today? To be someone that brings people together, someone that listens, somebody who just by their example, just by their example, shows people the way. 
you know, you could save a thousand people by just living a Holy Spirit filled godly life by just people being able to see the light of Christ in you. At least that's what St. Seraphim of Sarov said, and I tend to believe it. And why do this? Because our reward is in a higher place. We are called to a higher place. You know, I want to leave you with this, you know, that kind of ends, you know, rejoice and be glad if you do all these things, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. But guess what? The joy of our faith is you don't have to wait for heaven to be in the presence of God, to be filled with his Holy Spirit. You don't have to wait. You can do it right now. God is everywhere. He wants us to live that way, to love him by humbling ourselves, by allowing ourselves to be persecuted, by trying to have a pure heart. All of those are ways that while it is an imperfect reflection, we can begin to experience the joy, the joy of salvation. And then more than any words we could say, more than any arguing we could do, more than any book we could give somebody, we can show people the light of our faith and give them hope and give them a path and show them a way. And when you look at how the world has gone crazy, it seems like every day it's catching on fire. Man, why don't we bring it a holy fire, a holy example, a holy light. So until next time, my friends, aim high. And sometimes to do that, you got to get low. Read the Beatitudes. It's a great instruction manual how you do that. Spread your wings, not on your own ego, not on your own pride, but on the spirit that God has promised to send us. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. And what is the, the J-man say matters? Being poor in spirit. Being one of those who mourn. Being the meek. Being someone who hungers and thirsts for righteousness. Being merciful. Being pure in your heart. Being a peacemaker being willing to be persecuted for doing the right thing and then being happy about it because you know you're doing the right thing. Those are the things that matter. So until next time, my friends, read your Beatitudes, Matthew 5, verses 3 through 12. Matthew 5, verses 3 through 12. Go there right now. I'm Silouan. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. May you find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.